0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. The real Rich Paul? <laughs> I mean, look, she's busy, he's busy. So, like, it's going to be hard to make that work. Right? They've it's gonna been be making hard. it
1: work, right? They've been Wh- making it on. work,
0: but, like, she's really head over heels. Like, that's like... Also, what is she going to write her songs about? Like it, she's right. written so many songs about mm-hmm. relationships that end badly. So now you got to do a, um This is going to be like the happy album. Like you know how people like, go through like it. the she red phase. Did that. The blue, yeah. You no, know, like where's this story from again? Elle magazine. Elle magazine September cover story. What did I just read she where she gorgeous. talked about
2: how the Vegas incident was also the most embarrassing? Moment that was of her the same life. one. Okay, because yeah. I'm like, I feel
0: like. I should have canceled the show at the last minute.
2: (laughs) Well, and apparently was berating everybody in the entire set to the point that everybody hated her. Like, I feel like there's an element of, like, she's realizing that we gotta got to turn a corner here on things because that did not go well for her at all.
1: Well, they were talking about completely just like canceling it and they weren't going to remake it, make it up or anything. But I guess now they've started to reschedule or they've recently announced Mm -hmm. like the new dates. So the people that did originally buy the tickets are going to get to see Adele because there's people who paid a lot of money to go see her. And then she said it was because it wasn't perfect. It wasn't what she wanted. And it was just it was more than just her. It was a whole show. And she just wanted everybody, you know, like that's a big deal. Vegas residency, you know. Like, that's a career make or break.
2: I don't know about that for her. She's already pretty, pretty well established. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but I think that it was, it was, it was very much unbecoming of the star that she already was because the rumors were that she was Mm. arguing on the phone the entire time and all sorts of crap was going on in the background that she couldn't. I don't know, man. I I hope this goes well for her because she seems like the kind of person that very much invests a lot in everything. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to kind of keeps it on the level. And so.
0: She goes all in. It's interesting with, um, like, how people talk about their own relationships. Yeah. So I've you know been married for when did I get married? Two thousand nine. A long time. Okay. So <laughs> that's a long time. Real quick, two thousand nine. I got to do, do, <laughs> okay, sure. do the math. Somebody do the math for me. <laughs> okay, it's gonna sure. be thirteen years. August twenty second. That's a while. That's yeah. all, that we've been and we were together for like eight years before that. Right, so I've okay. been together with my husband for a long time, and so we don't talk like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Those
1: but days we're very are over. happily
0: married. Okay, right. very happily married with two young kids under four. So that's a lot. Um and. But I don't think I ever talked like that. Like, even when we were first dating, I wasn't the type who, like, gets swept off my feet. I was, like, constantly evaluating. Like, what is this? Do I want to marry this guy? I don't know. I'm, like, so young. I don't know. Like, I was, like, one of those, like, check yourself, always evaluating things. And, like, you start to feel something that, is this love? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I was like that. And it's, like, get out of your head. So I can't totally relate to somebody who allows themselves to get, like, super swept away. Uh, Overthinker, huh?
2: Overthinker. I I mean, I sure i mean like good for adele yeah you know what i'm saying happy like, that's, for it. That's, that's that's a great feel hope it
0: works out it also like leaves you without much of a like I, maybe i'm just like bracing myself because i don't want to get hurt i don't know
1: maybe i'm like not that type so, by the what, way
2: what, what, what's okay. up
1: what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo uh, Casino <laughs> Resort and Spa. Good times. Listen, ninety minutes for more. That was an Just excellent transition. That
0: by so the way, we have uh, steal that one.
2: we have an update on the uh, situation. So you don't know about this because you're not oh, here, but I was no. on the apps for a while. Okay, and uh, there was a scenario in which I invited a young lady to a soccer game. She didn't show up until halftime because she very much underestimated the traffic and so forth to get to the Rose Bowl. And uh, we ended up walking to downtown Pasadena. After the soccer game, Momo, because there was just nothing going on because the Uber situation was a disaster. There might be another dinner tonight. Hey, Momo, Romo, 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 and Momo. At the same time, apparently. So you know, this might be like a. All at right. the home dinner. You
1: know I mean? oh. so is here. this like a, I'm going to make it up to you for not showing up till halftime? Or There's, an like... okay. yeah. There's an element
2: that's of that. There's an element of that, but I was told that she makes some pretty good food. So we'll yeah.
1: see
0: some of we'll right. like this that.
2: ribeye game. So oh. that's just an update for all of you out there who care about that. So
0: tomorrow. Um, is that what we need to know? Is there any more else that we need to know? No, No. Listen. Okay. That's it. Um, hey, uh, this comes to us from Chris Camello. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ramona and Clinton. I really hope director Antoine Fuqua asked Mr. Kupchak and Jim Buzz, what in the hell were you thinking when signing Dang! Excellent question. Yeah, I think that's they just be stopped in there. paying. Dang, like last year, right? They just stopped paying. Like, isn't that actually true? It, it, that's actually true. <laughs> they finally they were paying him five million dollars a year. Wow! For the last like six years. That's amazing. It
2: was just I just, just kept that, the list of guys who, who managed to do that who get paid long after they're ever out of yeah. the Bobby Manias. You know what I mean? Of the world, I love it. I love
0: that's it. what's fun about the Laker doc, though, is like there's going to be it's covering such a wide swath of time. Like literally from when Jerry Buss bought the team to now. How That's,
2: do you? I get that, but how do you feel about like? And this is something we talked about yesterday. Like, is this really what the like, the franchise needs right now? Is is this what we want to be like? When is when does the tenth one of these come out? Are we at the season beginning when that happens? I think so. I think it's before the season. So we get. We so you get got two then, and then
0: I think you get one a week for the next
2: eight weeks. We get one a week for the next eight weeks, and then we get like we're getting real time LeBron. Yeah. commenting on his Laker legacy yeah. while still a part of the team. Also, I mean, is that what we're looking at? Yeah, I think that's what we're going to be. I don't I mean, know look, how great that's going to fly if, let's just say the team is in, I don't want to say chaos, but... It's not going to be
0: chaos before the season. Uh, well, what, what would you qualify to say to the team now? I mean, in turmoil, maybe? Okay. Yeah. It's not a far Turmoils jump from turmoil do- to chaos, though. Is yeah, but you th- that won't happen until they start playing games. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, Darwin Ham's gonna, like, have his training camp, and he's, I, from what I understand, he's been spending a lot of time working with Russell Westbrook and establishing that trust. I think that is, to me, that is the number one thing that he has to do in training camp is find a way to get as much out of Russell Westbrook as you can.
2: That to me is such an unfortunate task to have to be saddled with on your rookie coaching season. I really, I really do. Yeah, but really that was part feel... of the interview. I know. And like I just... when they
0: interviewed all those people on Zoom, they yeah. interviewed a lot of people on Zoom. That was part of the question. What would you do with Russ? Now, part of Frank Vogel's questions when he got the job was, what would you do with all these young players? Because they didn't have Anthony Davis yet. Mm-hmm. And then Frank Vogel is the head coach. Is introduced as the head coach right after the whole uh, Magic Johnson quitting thing and right. the going on first take and the Rob Palenka, yeah yeah and the and the backstabber who's the backstab I mean that was all part of the Frank Vogel lead into that season I remember him being at his press conference and we all every Rob Polinka was there Frank Vogel was there LeBron was standing in the corner but at least he showed up he was there he was there right and <laughs> all of the questions were for Rob Palinka because it was like the day after the first take interview where Magic just. Put him on blast. Right. And everyone's like, anybody have anything for Frank? <laughs> <laughs> Frank, how do you feel about being the Laker coach? Welcome to L.A., Frank. Man. <laughs> I, I just – I
2: don't know, man. I, I'm very – And but guess what? What's that? They won
0: the championship that year.
2: They did win the championship that year. It was in the bubble. I just – I don't know, man. I, I have – I'm going to be stunned if this team makes the playoffs. Flat out stunned. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I will be. and that, And that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not mad at anybody. I don't think that that's a poor effort. But, like – if if LeBron is discussing, there's something about it. Like LeBron in real time discussing his Laker legacy, coming up on a season that's probably gonna be not. I don't. I don't know how well that's yeah. gonna end. You know what I mean? That just it, it feels a little weird for me from a time. Well, I will
0: say this: we also live in a world where players like LeBron James, Anthony Davis, they're used to having this sort of real world confessionals day in and day out. They do backstage Lakers. They do interviews all the time. They do an interview every day before the game and every day after the game. Like they're used to discussing their lives in real time. Mm -hmm. Almost like you're being interviewed for a reality show or a documentary about your life. And we, maybe if it was like you and me and we had a camera crew following us around and asking us about our careers oh, I would love that where,
2: where are the camera crews in my life right. I, ne- I need more camera crews following yeah. me around asking me questions it's
0: like life. living your life in the middle of a musical like if you I, I oftentimes think like life would just be so much more fun if it was set to music
2: yes that's true
0: right because that's how it is in musicals this
2: is the greatest show yeah. I love that musical by the way yeah. I mean, I just it's 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 not that I think that this is a distraction because that's not the mm-hmm. word I would use at all. It just seems like there's a little bit of a hey, look over here element to it whilst other stuff is going on over here that I just I don't know. I, I Do you think this documentary would come out this year if the others hadn't come out? Like, or do you think they would have waited yeah. until the end no, of the No, I think year? it was always
0: going to come out now. I think it was actually maybe even going to be before winning time, but then they expanded it and they just needed longer. Right.
2: But what I'm saying is that with the way that the franchise actually yeah. developed, you know what I'm saying? Like, I it- mean,
0: ideally, it would have come out the summer after they won the title. Right. right. So when you are it, to go behind the curtain, um, generally speaking, when a team wins the title, uh, a lot of book publishers will hit up the writers who cover the it's team the and writers. say, yeah. hey, I want you to do a story about this year's Laker team, and we need you to spend the rest of the summer turning that around as fast as humanly possible. My buddy
2: Jesse Doherty did that when the Nats won the uh, World Series. That's right.
0: So, a lot of like that's your time as a reporter who covers the team to write a book about the team that you just covered if you want to be published and blah, blah, blah. But you got to be fast. Yeah. I remember when the Cavs won, Brian Windhorst, Dave McMenamin literally turned a book about the Cavs in a summer. Wow. Like the Cavs won in June. They turned in their manuscript by September. That's a lot. That's a really fast write. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a fast write, but people want to buy that book heading into the next year. Like timing is everything. Yeah. And, and we know that more on the website, even like it used to be when there would be a big trade. I do what's called a TikTok joy. Like, yeah. how did this happen? Not
2: the social media. Yeah. TikTok in journalism terms, kiddos. There it refers go. to the ticking and talking of a clock. There you a go. clock is a thing that tells time. <laughs> it is not your phone. It is a deep, <laughs> engineering marvel that for years yeah. coordinated the world. And guess what? The second hand would go tick-tock. That's what a tick-tock is.
0: Think that was a good explanation. So when you
2: write a story, yeah. you write the tick-tock as if you were listening to every second of the clock. That's right. Yes.
0: So oftentimes when there will be a big trade or a big moment in the NBA, big free agency. So I've done a few of these. I did one when the Lakers... Um, When the when the Lakers got LeBron, when Mm -hmm. LeBron decided to come to the the Lakers in uh, 2018,
1: did another one happen? Yeah, Yeah.
0: when James Harden got traded this past year, did another one when Paul George and uh, Kawhi went to the Clippers. And it used to be that when I would do these stories I had a couple of days. So the big news event happens, I spend forty eight hours gathering as much information as I can. Then I stay up all night, write it, get it out as fast as possible. Because the the, the appetite for that information and the storytelling and the narrative is there right now. The window is short. Nowadays you don't have twenty four hours. You don't have you don't have forty eight hours. You have six or seven hours right like if it happened on a tuesday people want to read that TikTok in the morning on wednesday absolutely maybe wednesday afternoon that's about it like people want that fast which means i'm staying up all night right which is okay i'm I'm used to it i got it it down by now i'm a trained professional also i don't have the same attention span as i used to like if like 48 hours later 72 hours later the only exception is if something happened on friday Oftentimes, people will don't really want to read it till Monday. They'll wait till Monday. Yeah, yeah. Monday morning is fine. Um, you don't always want to waste a good story on a Friday night. No, that's not. Saturday good. morning, people aren't really reading long things. No. Um, but generally speaking, like these kind of documentaries, these kind of things, like you don't plan this kind of thing so quickly. Like you plan this years out. That's what you're
2: saying. Yeah. So it was going to be hard for them to land it in the exact right place anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ideally, they would have landed it right after they wanted the bubble.
2: Okay. I that just, would have been ideal. I just still feel like I, I, I don't know. Like once we get through all these documentaries and let's just say they start off the season, I don't know, 0 and five, yeah. People would say maybe you should spend the whole summer you know worrying about documentaries, you probably yeah. should put a better team together. But that's a cheap shot that a lot of people will probably take. But I do think that there there's so much to this documentary. Yeah. Like I I feel like I think
0: it's gonna get way more compelling.
2: I, I do too. I mean it has to, because the story gets more compelling, to be yeah. honest, in terms of what we know and don't know. And, you know, look the Kobe Shack stuff uh, again it these 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 days of like yeah. people that are still alive documenting themselves are are it's developing as we speak you know this is as you mentioned this is how you do this now you have a docu series and so yeah
0: yesterday Carmelo Anthony announced he's doing a docu series really. What is the how famous do you have to be to have a docu series about your life? Not very famous. That's the bar, I think. Carmelo's, Carmelo's like right Car- at the Car- line. Carmelo's right there. I mean I but, think he's got a good story though. But
2: Carmelo had a very interesting story. I mean Carmelo yeah. to me is is a no-brainer. But I mean, maybe not a no-brainer, but like to basketball fans, right.
0: Carmelo sells. I'll name all names. So my my barometer for somebody who is good enough and accomplished enough to have a docu series about their life <laughs> is could you reasonably be expected and qualify as credible to host Saturday Night Live?
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: That
2: might, that standard, that standard might be too high for me. Yeah. I,
1: I feel like as long as you have an interesting story, because yeah. as like the queen of documentaries, I've watched things about people that I have no clue or no interest whatsoever. Yeah. One reference I always make is the one called the man who would be polka king. Whoa. About this guy who literally was like a, a polka singer. And he, it, there's this crazy story about how he had like a Ponzi scheme with this catalog and got all the investor um, embezzled all this money, and it's it was like a fascinating yeah. thing where it's like right. nobody knew who this guy was, but it's a really interesting story. I think, but you're also very in the tank for
2: documentaries. Like you yeah, you're, but, you're yeah. a fan. But so for the average viewer, I hear that. I hear that yeah, I hear, I hear what that. you're saying. For
1: example, like Joe Cocker, the singer who sings like the the theme from Wonder Years. You guys know who he is. I've yeah, I've heard of that guy. Okay, yet. I I don't I I know that song and that's it. No, like, no idea who he is. No yep. interest in him. That was one of the best documentaries I've ever seen is the one about Look, him. Mason right. and Jorge are all in on this Kenny G doc. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my good. God.
2: We talked about this and ten It's good. Oh. Kenny G is above, uh, G's on the line. You know what I'm saying? Of, like, people I've heard I, of that I might watch. How many times do I home.
1: have to listen to that song? Like that's which song? The,
0: oh.
2: I don't even know. They all sound the same. To me. I do, mean, they, they do, they do kind of all the sound
1: same. the same. Yeah, yeah, are but are all all the same. I will say that whole series of, of the the music box yeah. music box HBO documentaries, they're all really good about people that like right. right you but know. Lindsay,
2: what I'm saying is that you are a hardcore documentary fan.
1: I get it, but I think that people who generally watch documentaries. If, it, if there's a yeah. good story, then it's take. interesting. Uh, Look, right, when we talk I'm about the show that, today, yeah.
0: Lindsay pitches me some story ideas, and she goes, hey, are you into this? And I was like, well, it's kind of a boring story, but if we have a good take on it, I'm into it. Right, but I'm like, saying- If you have a good if, take on it, Like, documentary has to- It's either the subject matter yet. or the take.
2: But for people who don't normally watch them, is yeah. the line you're referring That's to. That's right. Not for people who are always okay. watching documentaries. Steph
0: Curry, series? Yes. That already yeah. has been done. Because
2: his wife and his kids.
0: Okay. Joel Embiid. Docu series, yes no. or no? Not yet.
2: No, not James familiar.
0: Harden docu series, yes no, or no? Not. Remotely. I think so. I think he's he's got a cra- crazy story. Chris Paul docu
2: series, yes. yes.
3: Okay, hasn't happened yet, but maybe. You yes, know Laura? What, what documentary uh, I just saw and like had to finish watching uh, the. Mantateo
0: one, Yeah. Oh, Man oh, I uh, uh, already. I yeah. thought that wasn't Dude, coming out I until Friday. That yeah, I watched it at 4 a.m. Exactly. So right. Good. That's the, the line for people so who
2: good. don't watch documentaries. Oh, man. Is, is, I was at work. See,
0: now that's a subject. Yeah. That's a subject. Not a, like, that subject, like, like Man it doesn't matter if you ever did anything after crazy. that. That story was so crazy. True. So Very crazy. true. Very true. Very true. So crazy. People yeah. who don't know, you have to just go to Netflix and find it.
3: I need to ask you a question okay. about
0: that. Okay. We can do that on YouTube. When website. we come back. Yes. <laughs> um, do you ever have it when your dad makes things a whole lot more awkward and, and bad when he's trying to help? <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Fernando <laughs> Tantis knows all about that. Oh, true. Momo Siwa, in for on Cap, ESPN LA.
4: Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: Happy birthday, Madge. Madge? Madge. That's her nickname? I don't know. Sounds like it should be. Madonna is 64 years young now. That made me feel kind of old, but you know what? Age is how old you feel. Is it? And she feels it looks great I mean, she only age.
2: dates dudes that are like 25, so
0: <laughs> hey, know, good for her. not until you try it. Good for her. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, mean. I ain't mad
2: at her. I ain't mad at her at all. Sidebar, we have an update. Your boy's going to the LAFC. Hey.
1: Now. You got invited? Yeah. Who invited you? He didn't you? get invited. He just made a big deal out of it until someone said, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tagging what with What do you think I'm,
2: getting I'm gonna, invited means?
1: Yeah, I'm going to tag with Clinton.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what I'm do you, no, let me, myself.
2: no, let me ask you a real question. What do you think getting invited means?
1: Clinton, you, you got invited. Okay. You got extended an invite because you complained that you didn't get invited. Correct.
2: Yes. As one of the people at this station that is most about doing things with other people yeah. at the station, see all of the other things that we've so, done. Okay, so yeah. I, I was a little heart.
0: I am like, um, I'm wired different. So I don't get invited to a lot of things and I mostly don't say anything about it because I'm a little too proud. Like I want someone to ask like like Mason and I were talking about cameo. I'm like, I should be on Cameo. Like, no. I would totally be on cameo. I feel like Cameo's, Mason's on cameo. Really? Mason's on cameo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people like the
1: listeners ask the for Mason. Like Fifteen bucks for uh, a shout out. That's it. Mm-hmm. I would do. I would do cameo. I'll be
2: charging at minimum one hundred fifty bucks if I was on cameo. We
1: I mean, probably wouldn't get very but many. But see, I don't know if we're then. famous enough. Like yeah.
0: I, I might be. Maybe... That's why I would
2: be charging that money because the few right. times I'd get it, it'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a volume, <laughs> volume what business talking about? Yeah. Right?
0: You, you know? and me, we're like you know. I'm like, I get
2: five of these. We're good. And Mason's like,
0: you could be on cameo. He's like, why don't you just write to them? And I'm like, I'm not gonna write to them. It's too embarrassing for me. They should ask.
2: Oh, they didn't. You've not been asked? No, I've been asked. I've been asked and I said no. That's, yeah, like cameo to me. I, I don't want to be whatever, but like, it's not that it's beneath me. This is so you that you just, would be
0: great on cameo. I think, what okay, are you talking I mean, about? I don't know, I know I your just, brand better than you do.
2: No, I just don't feel like cameo <laughs> is something that I want. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, for whatever reason, wow. there's something specific about the idea of like, Hey, John from Greenville. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's. It feel doesn't it. feel genuine. Feel that's exactly it. what it is. It. it feels. I don't know. Like- I've
0: had a few good cameos. Like there was a stage where Nevin and I were getting each other cameos for our birthday for a while, <laughs> um, and he got me some random ones, but they were good. They got. He got me Boss and Rob from Survivor. Okay, that was great. Yeah. Um. He got me uh, Sandra from Survivor, who was like my girl. I used to like Sandra. All right. She was like she's won like two three times. Um. And then he also got me Buddy Garrity from Friday Night Lights. That was so random. Huh. <laughs> But it was kind of good. He did the longest cameo I've ever seen. I never finished it. It was like 25 minutes long. That's Holy crap. a lot. M- a, a
2: buddy of mine did that for his girlfriend Woo! for a while, too. I was like, like, I don't 10. need all this. this is, yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe I should do no, the cameo ranks.
0: Yeah. Do it. It's just a monologue.
2: I know. I might have to do and that. And you're
0: bringing cheer to the people. Right. But I'm the kind of, like, I didn't get invited to Carlos' wedding. And I was I was a little sad because everybody got invited, and then Carlo I didn't, I didn't get, invited. get invited to Carlo's yeah. wedding. And and I've known Carlo since college. Yeah, oh, see, hell, Carlo! Yeah,
2: wow. And did I was even, like, did you see the invite?
0: It's no. so nice. And it only, is this still around? And then Carlo's wife made me my own invitation to go to the wedding, and I was like, Aww. good. I can't go, but I will definitely get you a gift. That's nice. I, and so We're she brought Carlos it yesterday. It's yeah. like
2: one of the nicest wedding invites I've it's ever seen. So I like, I'm
0: coming for you, Carlo. I see how it
3: is. Yeah, I was at your graduation party, bruh. Yeah, but then- really? but also yeah, like I've known Carla I'm Like, update from yeah. the cool
0: moms of Room 5 text. Okay. There was like a mom who couldn't go, who I know really wanted to go. She was working, and she was like, I'm going to try to get out of work, but I don't think I can go. So sorry. And so she's got major FOMO right now. Oh. She's like, so sorry. We missed it. It looks so oh. much fun. You gotta, but she was invited, at least.
2: You got to have champagne at the next one. You got to up the ante.
0: Mimosas got to okay. happen.
2: Momo mimosas. That's what you got
0: to That was like when I tried to pronounce Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. When I, my first day back hosting the show. By the way, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that was coming. Giannis. I just added in a lot of extra syllables there. Can I, can I
2: explain something as well, Lindsay? Which is that in the history of this nation. <laughs> complaining until you get an invite is pretty much how progress happens. You know what I mean? Because it's not like everybody's out here handing out equal opportunities. So sorry. That's something I'm going to be doing if I feel like I should be in
0: the building. That is an amazing social justice take right there. That's how it works.
2: You know what I'm saying? He's
1: not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. What are we
0: talking about?
1: I hope you have a lovely time at the game tonight. Thank
0: you. I will. That was awesome. You know which one I didn't get invited to that I actually have FOMO (laughs) about? What's that? Keyshawn's party Oh I was not invited You were not invited no. To Keys party And I saw all you guys Like having oh. a good time And I was like Dude I've known Keyshawn for ever- That's,
2: okay, that's okay. brutal That's, okay. that's brutal Because Keyshawn's like, party Was fun fun It looked fun. really fun There was all really sorts fun. Of stuff going on There were people there Talking I know. so And I saw all stuff. the
0: photos And I was oh. like
2: Oh
1: Yeah that would have been a But fun. I can blame that On the maternity leave Because I've been I've been, I've been oh, I, was I was still you out
2: of was still were, You were off
1: the scene But you gotta take it up With Morales Because Morales is like I know You know BFF party planner Now for Key. So Became, he might have had something here. to do with it. I would definitely call yeah. him out on. But that. usually, I don't say anything because I'm too proud.
2: Yeah.
4: Well,
0: you I said just, it now.
4: I, yeah, I, like I
2: guess now. He invited me on his own, though. I didn't.
0: I didn't. I didn't complain See? to Morales about that. I don't
3: that. think Morales did the guest because I know yeah. no, I'm exactly Not saying wife he did
0: the guest list. I'm yeah. just no, saying he like, was, like he, really hard on me at the softball game. He, about, he may actually not like me. Really. Do you think he actually doesn't like me? He might. No. Because he was like he really mean. hard. Like, I felt like he was trash talking me the whole time.
2: Probably because you're a D1 athlete from LA. <laughs> so he felt you were on his level that he could do that. That's you know also his saying? thing. Like, right. he likes yeah, yeah. to trash
0: talk everyone. I know. That's that's what my mom taught me. When a boy is mean to you, that means he it likes you. That was works. like a really, that was really good parenting advice. <laughs> Speaking of not great parenting advice. <laughs> Segway! Professional. Did you like that? I did. That was very well. So, Fernanda Tatis Jr., story of the week eighty game suspension for using a performance enhancing drug yeah. and came out with the ringworm excuse. Okay. Which is bad enough already. I mean, everywhere he goes now for the rest of his life, people are gonna be chanting ringworm. <laughs> right? Ringworm. Yes, that's okay? and
2: that's perfect for a ballpark. So too.
0: embarrassing. And his dad jumps into the fray, Fernando Tatis, Sr. So that's how that works. Jumped into the fray and says, he actually got the ringworm from a haircut because you got a, there was like a fungus on the haircutting uh, apparatus or something. Ugh. And I was like, I don't think this is better. Like ringworm is gross enough. right? Yeah. I definitely do not want to be hanging out at your house if you got ringworm. Apparently he
2: got it in uh, the DR, he claims, too. Oh, So like, you know, there's like this whole family issue because his dad, they're like going around <laughs> trying to like.
1: It's a weird. It's Just a weird, making it worse. It's yeah. a weird
2: story. It's yeah. a weird
1: thing because I feel like I heard them talking about it on Mason in Ireland and I, I, You know, I'm obviously not a guy, yeah. so I'm not used to having like the shears all up in my head, but it just seems like a really like difficult way to get ringworm. I mean...
2: No. I mean, I have things dip- happen, but it's just like... It's also like, I don't want anybody to know that, yeah. even if it's true. That's the thing. It's like, you don't want to give people... You, right. Listen, you got popper PDs, you got popper PDs, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't really matter why. And the other oddball thing about this is that... Tatis Sr. was a big league ball player. Fun fact. Do you know what his Tatis Sr.'s like claim to fame is in, in, in the big leagues, Lindsay no. or Laura? No, you, None of you know this? No. He hit two grand slams in one inning when he played for the Mets. One yeah. inning? Yeah. It's like the only time it's ever happened Wow. In the yeah. It's pretty crazy. But anyway, so he's like been around the game. Mm-hmm. His dad is not some LeVar Ball type. Right. You know what I'm saying? His yeah. dad was a big league player for a long time, and I think that this is a very odd development for a guy who knows the game and knows how much any little thing can turn into a big story. I... Bad parenting for me. Yeah, very bad in my opinion.
0: I mean, I also think that, like, usually when you have something bad that happens, like a PED, generally speaking, they've you've known about this for months and you've appealed it, and baseball is like, sorry, right? We got to do it. There was a way to get ahead of this story if you wanted. If you wanted to go with the ringworm defense, if you wanted to go with the fungus from a haircut defense, <laughs> like you could have leaked that early, like up until the last. Like you probably could have leaked that early, um, to get in front of it to like frame it. There was no. This is like. After the fact, after everybody's already said, "Oh my gosh, one of the best young players in the game went down for PEDs." Um, yeah, but the problem you- is, is that
2: he wasn't playing. I know. You see what I'm saying? That was the issue. That's the whole reason why this is such a dagger. Is that the compound element yeah. of, "Hey, you're have racing motorbikes," you know, during the work stoppage, nobody found out about your surgery that you needed until you got to the actual spring training facility, and then you decided you wanted to wishy washy on surgery. You know, it's one thing after another with this guy. Listen, I have an actual. Fernando Tatis Jr. Remember that catch he made during yes. the, the air Tatis? I awesome. hit up the Padres, and the Padres team photographer sent me two prints of that. Wow. Like, there are two total posters of that in the world. I have one of them. I like this guy a lot. But this is embarrassing. I don't care about what your dad says. You cannot put yourself in this situation with the team. I genuinely feel bad for Padres fans because the one time you get a little bit of, a little bit of momentum going between Tatis Jr. coming back, between Soto and Bell coming over, between Hader, you know, and all this other stuff like, oh, they can't figure it out in in San Diego and that's nothing well, new.
0: It's it's one of those awkward things where they ha- he has a bobblehead coming out. It's like Fernando Tatis' bobblehead days coming out. But and didn't they, just, they announce it yeah. today? That's what I was going to no, say. No, they announced it. Oh, okay. They announced they're that replacing it's not, it. Yeah, they announced that they're replacing okay. it today. What okay, a step
1: okay. on the line there, Glenn <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I do know that Beto was saying that they n- they had known about it for weeks. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, if that's the case, why no, would you like had quietly had reschedule it? Actually,
0: we're going to like hold the Tatis Jr. bobblehead.
2: Well, because the reason why you don't quietly reschedule it is because you'd have a riot if yeah. people showed up looking for the Tatis Jr bobblehead i mean the yeah. bobblehead night promo schedule thing is a real thing in terms of what oh, yeah. you mm-hmm. try to get might even be worse for. than
0: the cancel the dell concert yeah. probably no no probably. not as bad probably. okay coming up next segment of the year radio tinder momo and cy in for on cap espn la robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring
4: if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half
1: Take it away, Producer Lindsay. (laughs) Thanks, Momo. Super excited to be doing Radio Tinder, as always. (laughs) And I'm actually going to start off with an update on a Radio Tinder story from last week. So we talked about the Pirates infielder, Rodolfo Castro, who made headlines when his iPhone flew out of his pocket as he was sliding into third base during an actual MLB game. So it was announced today that Castro has been suspended one game by Major League Baseball for violating the league's electronic device policy. He, of course, is appealing that suspension. And in fact, he's playing in tonight's game against the Red Sox in Boston. So is this one game suspension a fair punishment for Castro? Swipe left or swipe right. Momo. Uh That sounds right to me. I think you
0: have to punish him. I feel bad for the guy. Why? Listen, you just, look, you just, the Astros did what they did, and I know it's not the same thing, but you have to have an electronic devices policy. It's like the same thing as people putting tweets out at halftime at NBA, NBA games. Can't do it. You just got to say, like, no, even though that's, like, a minor infraction, it's a misdemeanor. Not even a misdemeanor. Yeah. Like, we can't, it, like, you can't have your f- cell phone on the field. You can't, because you could be sending signals. You could be, like, tap, you know, like, this is not. Like there's a very, I know there's a long gap from sending a signal on your cell phone. I forgot to take it out of my pocket to cheating like the Astros did, but it's the same realm. Uh, okay. So we have to have a punishment. I'll
2: give Sorry. you that. I'm swiping left on this, but listen, a cell phone about the same weight as a. Tin of tobacco in your back pocket in the 80s. -hmm. Like, to me, this is not much more than that. He forgot it in his pocket. It flew out. The funniest part about that whole play, by the way, was the third base coach for the Pirates who was looking at him just like, bro, come on. You got the base, but what are you doing? So one game, sure. If it was more than that, I'd probably be upset. But one game, I, I, I don't mind it, but I don't need it.
1: I feel like you never know. You never know what he could have been doing on his phone. You know, it could have been stealing signs. Could have been doing anything. Obviously, watch the game. He, he, he wasn't. had it in his pocket again. Obviously, he wasn't. But that's the argument for all the other players that are like, well, if if he can do it, not get in trouble, then I'm going to do it. And then they're going to take it to a whole new level. You know, it's like if you give a mouse a crumb, he's going to want the cookie type of thing. That's yeah, what I think. Okay, so I think you know, it's perfectly reasonable. So American Airlines today announced that they have ordered 20 supersonic planes, which are aircrafts that can carry passengers at twice the speed of today's fastest commercial aircraft. American has become the third major airline to announce a supersonic order from the company Boom Supersonic. The CEO of the company said, quote, we want to do supersonic as quickly as possible. We think the world needs this. The aircraft, which is dubbed the Overture, can get travelers from Miami to London in less than five hours instead of flying the typical eight hours and 40 minutes. Wow. And it's all for about the cost of a first class ticket. So do you guys think that you'll be buying a ticket for one of these supersonic flights? Swipe left or swipe right. Clinton, you go first.
2: Majorly swiping left on this. I am still very scarred from the Concord crash and the reason why those planes were discontinued Momo. I believe you mm. remember this time yeah. in history. There used yeah. to be a time when supersonic flights across the oceans yeah. were a normal thing. They stopped for a long time for a reason. Do I think the technology might have possibly advanced to the point where it's a little less risky? Certainly. However, I am never going to be extolling that virtue or rather, you know, extending that uh, you know, situation at least not until somebody pays for it for me.
0: Um I will let six months go by for everyone else to go on this first. Yeah, exactly. Right? I want to make sure I'm definitely not the first one on that supersonic plane. Also, everything seems to be a plot point from Billions. Like, this was, <laughs> this was like a major thing on this season of Billions. I don't
2: watch Billions. I catch all of these. That's <laughs> funny.
0: Um, where they had the supersonic plane. It just sounds like something that should happen, but maybe there's a reason because of physics and chemistry and all the, the science, as Mason calls it, right. um, why it hasn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, so maybe I'm a little, not. I'm a
2: little afraid of that. What about you yeah. all?
1: I would love to do it. I mean, if it's only the cost of a first class ticket, I mean, if they're, I'm not somebody who's going to be flying to London anytime soon. But like, I I go to Hawaii like once a year. I would like to do that in half the time. You know, five hour flights kind of long. Or even going back to Cleveland. You know, you go back to the East Coast, Clinton.
2: You think they're flying supersonic planes to the Midwest?
1: Eventually, yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess maybe you so. Maybe.
1: Obviously, not anytime soon. But even a lot of times, like if I fly. You know, certain legs, because there's only one um, nonstop flight from here to Cleveland. Sometimes i will have to stop in, like, Chicago or, you know, Philly or something like that. So I feel like, like, L.A. to one of those bigger cities out east would definitely be an option. And to do it in half the time, heck, yeah, I would totally do it. Yeah,
2: and if you do it over land, you got half a chance if you crash. I know know all
0: about that only one direct flight to cleveland because for many years when lebron ramon james was in cleveland i had to take that one flight <laughs> and oftentimes
1: it was 7 20 a.m yep. from cleveland yep. right and then the one it goes back at night once yeah. it comes back and you know because i always take the red eye back yeah now they have one in the morning like mid-afternoon that goes back that way but yeah i always take the red eye back i cannot i cannot count the number
0: of times i had to take the 720 from cleveland to mm-hmm. lax and it was after a game, and those finals games start at 9 p.m. Eastern. Right. 9 p.m. So you're getting done with the finals game at like 2 or 3 in the morning. You're basically not sleeping. Yeah, you're just not. Right. You just go. And then in the winter, when you'd have to take that one, it was icy roads on the way to the airport there. Oh, yeah. lovely.
1: You know what's always funny about that flight? I've seen or had Machine Gun Kelly on my flight so many times <laughs> because he's got a house back there or whatever, lives out here. He's, I guess he goes back and forth a lot. So, yeah, I've seen him so many times on those flights. It's just like... Yeah. Now I kinda like look for him. Quality you know? name
2: drop right there. Yeah,
1: not bad. Not not a fan of machine gun Kelly's, but he does fly back and forth from LA to Cleveland quite I a bit. Yeah. All right, last one here. So Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are saying I do Again, which means they're getting married again just about a month after exchanging vows in Las Vegas. Okay. So Benefer is what they're you know, that's their nickname How for many the times have they been them. married? They never got they never married, married by the last they time. Made they made a
2: movie together. Got
0: it. Yeah. Okay. That's what they did. And they were okay.
1: engaged and then they called it off <laughs> right. and All right. but they so they did get married recently in Vegas. Docu series. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she did a whole docu-series <laughs> on the halftime show.
0: I mean, my goodness. Benefer the wedding. Perfect docu-series content right yes. here. I would ring. watch
2: a watch. major docu-series. Did you watch the
1: JLo ring. halftime show? No. It was good. Do- it was it was, r- it was very interesting. It I was. didn't think I'd be interested Me in too. it, but I, I started watching it and I was like, "Wow, this is kind of fascinating because <laughs> so much of it is about the Super Bowl right? and like them being women, her and Shakira yeah, and I had a share time." Yeah, I was like
2: 22 minutes would, and How did you figure you wouldn't be interested in it when you watched
1: It seems like a small subject. Yeah, Like, "Oh, just the halftime show." And I'm not really like a big like I don't love JLo. You just got to say you watched the life of a
2: guy who a polka dude Sure, forever. but that's
1: something that I don't know anything about. And yeah. I, I guess I f- looked at and thought, Wow, she played in the halftime show. Like what she else is there to say? Yeah. Okay. yeah Yeah, but it so, wasn't. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, if a wanted to have a documentary about this. And their weddings, so they had their, you know, their tiny little wedding in Vegas, like a yeah. lot of people do. But now they're going to have like an actual big gigantic one, so like the Med Ball. Yes, so they're going to have a three day wedding, like, oh yeah. situation what? where the celebrations will kick off on oh, yeah. a Friday with the rehearsal, rehearsal dinner, like and most they'll people pay do. for it by selling the rights to right. three different magazines. Exactly. Yeah. So then they're going to have the actual wedding on Saturday, oh, and then Sunday they're going to have like a barbecue family picnic situation. So. It's kind of like a, a three-day thing here. Well, hold on.
2: Hold on. There's many more things we need to discuss about this, because if you recall, in the last royal wedding, Homeboy invited his exes. Yeah. I don't really think that's on the table for J-Lo, as first no. of all, the list is much longer, and number two, the list is far more
0: hey, sort of let's not talk about J-Lo's exes. Let's talk about Ben Affleck. No, that's what exes. I'm saying. Yeah. From
2: either side. like If I'm you very, have kids it,
0: with them, then yes.
2: I'm very interested to see what the guest list is here, speaking of invites. That's a pretty right there? hot ticket. This is what I'm getting at. He's
0: Jennifer Garner?
2: Jennifer Garner. Well they have
1: kids he has kids with Jennifer Garner, right? So that she'd Anthony? have to be there. Mark Anthony? Yeah. I think so. I Mark think Anthony they're performs? On, they're on good terms. They still, right? yeah, they still own a team together, right? Yeah. They have like a stake in the the dolphins, I yeah, think. So that's if right. that's
2: the case, if you're A Rod, <laughs> is there a little bit of
0: FOMO if you're not in the X's invited
1: group? Oh, he's definitely got FOMO, but she's, Well, his
2: FOMO is unrelated yeah. to the wedding. Claim until you
1: get invited, that's what we've learned on the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe A Rod brings true. it up on the
2: K Rod cast on the next Sunday yeah. night baseball.
1: <laughs> but in regards to like this whole three day wedding thing. Yeah. I feel like this is becoming somewhat of the norm, and yeah. in fact, my roommate's best friend is doing this, like, oh, a weekend in, in Cancun or Cabo, I forget which one it is, so a lot of people are starting to do this extended wedding celebration situation. Are you guys a fan of these, you know, not just the one-day yeah. wedding, but the whole three-day thing? Are you yeah. a fan of that? I mean, back in the day, back when I got married,
0: in the di- you know, 13 years ago, <laughs> when, when times <laughs> were <was> say. <laughs> simpler then, we also had three-day weddings. It was called the rehearsal dinner, the wedding, and the brunch. And the brunch. Yeah. That
2: three day wedding is not wedding. something out of the ordinary for me. <laughs> As somebody that was at a five day wedding in the yeah. tropics this year, yeah, three day wedding. That's yeah, a, that's an is, in that's and out standard. I went well, to a three day wedding in Cleveland this year. Whoa. For goodness sakes, yeah. That's
1: the thing. I feel like if it's more of like a de- a destination wedding, right. but like
2: yeah, Akron.
1: <laughs> well, that one, that one. I I'm mean, joking. like the five day one for in the where did you say the Bahamas?
2: Uh no, I went to Saint Lucia.
1: Okay, so that like I get that, but the also the thing with that too is like. You know, you're most people are going to have to take vacation time, take off work. It costs a lot of money. And I feel like that's a lot to ask someone to be like, you're going to spend vacation time and money for all for me. And we're going to do all these things for me, which I get it if it's somebody close to you. But I've seen I've noticed a lot of people have these big guest lists for weddings and they want everyone to come to these destinations and do the whole things. And like my my sister's her husband's side of the family, they've okay, had so three that's of this these. Is about. OK,
2: did yeah. you get invited to them? Or did you go to any?
1: I don't even know the people. I'm just saying, like, she she was telling me, like, we've been been invited to all these weddings. What's with people, like, going away for three, four days and having everyone come do everything? Because it's like, you know, you're going there and you're spending all this time on celebrating the wedding couple and blah, blah, blah. But it, again, at the end of the day, most normal people have like vacation days and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot to ask for someone. Well, now
2: we're coming out of a pandemic. People got something to do. If you're going to take true. a vacation, you might as well take it with people you That's know. True. If you
1: fly all the way in
2: for the wedding. Right. You might as well do it with the people you know and you yeah. like, as opposed like to we people have, that you don't know. We
0: had like a, like a um, couple staffers got married in Chicago this year. And it was like right after, right after the finals. And it was scheduled in between game six and seven of the finals. So, like, they were really happy that the Warriors closed it out in six. Right. Because it was just going to, if it didn't work, (laughs) the Warriors, if there was a game seven, everyone was going to, like, fly in on the way back from Boston, right? They were going to fly in and land in Chicago, do the wedding, and then head on out to Golden State for game seven
2: couple of updates in the community, <laughs> by the way. Momo, what if I told you that J-Lo has more rings than LeBron James? That's a good tweet. <laughs> That's good. And Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez starred in two movies together, both oh. Geely and Jersey Girl. Forgot about... Gigli. Doesn't, doesn't count. They have get that. Gigli
0: doesn't, count. Yeah. doesn't yeah. count. Okay. All right. Yeah, Gigli was like movie in parentheses, in air quotes. That's true. You know,
1: she was in a movie super recently with Owen Wilson. Uh, it was like a Netflix yeah. movie, and she was like a famous superstar, just like she is, and she marries this guy... Just because he comes, she pulls him up on stage at one of her concerts and just marries him. And I was just like, "This is such a J Lo. Like that is very by the book. She's she's got very similar roles in all of her movies. They're all kind of the same thing." So. J Lo
2: does play J Lo.
1: Uh, Momo and Clinton Yates are
0: in for Santa and Cab. When we come back, we're gonna do journalism ethics. ethics. David, yeah, ethics, journalism ethics. That sounds like really hot afternoon drive radio. <laughs> but stuff. I promise you, Laura and David Ortiz both have questions. ESPN LA. Happy birthday, Madonna. I don't want to step on this song. I'm getting ready to strike a post. This is the part
2: where you talk up the radio. Hey, everybody, welcome to ESPN 710. Coming out there on the 710, you've got different exits that got too much stuff. You talk it all the way up and you say, hey, this hey where you find I'm it. Ramona. I'm Clayton Yates. And this is... Madonna and Captain, you
0: you're not allowed to talk before Madonna
1: starts singing. No, but so you're supposed
2: strike to hit it up when the, when the post comes. Like you would yeah, do yeah. that post on the beat, you wouldn't okay. do it on the lyric. I didn't really know the post, so I was just kind of saying random. stuff You
1: were pretty close though. Talking about records yeah, is yeah. a fun
2: thing to do. Like this, is right. a, this is a way that I used to like because I, I was a radio you. DJ you're, back yeah, in you're the you're day DJ. <laughs> When I was yeah, when I was like you know a younger man, I used to do this bit all the time, and I'd be at the bar with people, and I'd be like,
0: tell the truth. When this song came on, did you strike a pose? Probably not. This is back when I didn't listen
2: to music like this. Uh, Again, this is this falls in the range of things that were outside of the world, outside of the people that look like me in my <laughs> age, entertainment package. Yeah, this, this is, is right. This is not up playing my in my house. This I, is this like
0: is... West San Fernando Valley. Speaking, Everyone's bought mitzvah. <laughs> speaking of which,
2: you saw what dropped today, right? What the Cobra Kai. <gasps> Cobra Kai season five starts in like
0: September something.
2: Yes. Yes. I don't, how do we
0: feel about the starting three months earlier than the last ones? It's sort of been a New Year's Eve.
2: Whatever. Thing. Bring the noise. I, I I forgot about that, but it was New Year's Eve also when we were coming off the pandemic.
0: Yeah, but they were kind of uh, did, – did they rush this one? Did they just try to get it out the I think they're the just trying season? to get it out.
2: I think they're just trying I know. to get I it hope I
0: don't know. I hope they didn't rush it because, you know, these things take time.
2: It's got – I mean, let's be clear. The Cobra Kai universe has gotten into a very bizarre space, but Listen. I'm fine with it. I've bought in. I'm totally bought in. Terry Silver's coming back. It's
0: like a B movie. It's like a. It's. It's. it's, That's
2: exactly what it is. It's like a. It's like a B movie that just doesn't stop. You're either
0: in or you're not in.
2: I'm here for it. But there's there's a point when
0: it does jump the shark, like and so I'm a little worried that they may have rushed this and maybe there's gonna like the line between campy and corny is not funny anymore. Perhaps,
2: but the return of all the characters is what is what we're really buying into. Do you know how
0: excited when Nevin was when Terry Silver came on screen? (laughs) Oh. And he barely appeared on screen in the last one. He just sort of showed who's up. Who's coming in silhouette. up in the next Who's, who's in season five? Who's so the, silver comes back. Is guy from Japan, right?
2: Chosen comes back. Yeah, yeah. and uh, apparently there's a new woman who comes out of some private jet in a gi And I'm like, oh, Whoa. okay. I guess we're doing drills on the plane. Like, what's new happening character. here? Yeah, there's a new character. New character. And she's a woman. yes. Yeah, All so right. That should be interesting.
0: Uh, Clinton Yates, Ramona Shelburne, in for Sedano and Cap. Hey, Laura, you watched the new Manti Teo documentary on Netflix. Now, no spoilers. I've already pre-screened this topic. There's no spoilers in this. If you don't know the Manti Teo story, I'll I'll boil it down. He was a great linebacker at Notre Dame. Uh, There was all this stuff being done on him in his senior year when he was playing and he had a relationship with somebody who... He got catfished. Thought, yeah, he got catfished. Okay. He That's what catfished. happened. And, and a relationship with somebody who he thought um was a woman. It turns out it was not a woman. And he thought... He was told that she died of cancer. And he talked about this on air. And so, let's get to what we So, right.
3: I I wanted to ask Momo, as a journalist, as okay. a journalist, right, like... There's a, and and Clint, too. we are not perfect people.
0: I was going to um, say, I'm here, too, guys. I know. <laughs> no, no. Well, This is not ruining it. I I'm messing around. Yeah. This is like, like basic nuts and bolts of the look, story.
3: The whole thing is, when I started in radio, people were like, broadcaster, journalist, very different things, right? So yeah. I wanted to get you guys' opinion. So when I watched this, one thing that really stood out to me was the two writers, the two people that dropped the story.
0: And it was from Deadspin, right? Deadspin. This is the so website. their
3: whole purpose, they talked about how... Their whole purpose was to embarrass ESPN. Yeah. They were like... They have the money, the resources to fact check all this stuff, yet no one did it, right? Because it wasn't a thing. I mean, look at the times. Like, now we're like, dude, how did you not know?
2: Yeah, right? we're well, getting ca- catfish was not a phrase at the time. No, it to wasn't To me, this thing. is part of the biggest thing about this documentary, and I haven't seen it yet, was I assumed this is going to be a documentary about basically journalism ethics mm-hmm. because of that exact thing. Right. We had to figure out a term to figure out what this was in order to be able to talk about it without completely clowning the guy, because obviously yeah, something went wrong.
3: Right, and so, th- like I was telling Momo, I was like I was watching, and these guys were like, "We gave him this amount of time to answer, and kind of it was like an hour. You know, it was like super short, like super, super. Man, short. Mantilla, you mean? Yeah, like yeah. super short for for him to kind of get a word in and kind of get his spin on what was happening. And supposedly they didn't hear from him, so they dropped it because they didn't want to be beat to it. Right. But it's like, bro, who was beating you to it? No one. Like you know, nobody what it, knew. Nobody knew. So my whole thing was, you basically destroyed him as a person because you see it during the docu the docu series him as a person his career right they talked about that like how he didn't go on the first round and how that is affected and money wise and stuff so as the journalism like just in journalism in period like how do you handle that situation knowing that you're gonna possibly ruin somebody's career yeah and not just his but the person the other person was involved It's like a transgender. I'll go first on this
2: because the clearly important context here is the deadspin factor. Now, deadspin at the time was very much in the business of exposing people, whether they be players. Brett Favre comes to mind. Michael Vick comes Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm, mind. mm -hmm. Or whether they be trying to embarrass other broadcast outlets, ESPN in particular. It is also worth noting that Deadspin is currently a completely different outfit because yep. the original group got put out of business via lawsuit from Hulk Hogan yep. by doing this kind of nonsense, which is completely unnecessary at best, and perhaps libelous at worst. That mm-hmm. outfit was operating from a scandalous standpoint from the beginning, and the record will show. So that's where yeah. I am. I never really liked what they were doing outside of being a fan of kind of the middle school nature of the foolishness. But yeah. like if you did anything in this business, you knew full well that they were running fast and loose mm-hmm. with no seat belts and no GPS as to what it was they were yeah, trying to it's, do it's take down journalism yes
0: now there is a there's room for take down journalism and and frankly there's it's an important part of journalism is like you you're not supposed to worry about hurting people's feelings like there's a line of objectivity where i there's times i i've written stories where i knew when i hit send on that story it was going to ruin somebody's life and that sucks because i'm a human being and i'm empathetic and i feel bad but i always have to remind myself like it depends on who that person is are they a public figure are they – and is that level of public figureness to the level you can be held to that scrutiny? What did they do? And also, you have to remember sometimes that you're not always the one – you're not the one who's deciding whether um, this is going to matter in their life. Like they have bosses. They have somebody they work for who is then going to have the consequence of that. Now, by you publishing the story, yes, those consequences will – happen. Uh and I always I, I don't know, I don't have the stomach for real takedown like where every story you go into is like a takedown story. But when there is there's one that okay, I I did a story that was a takedown story. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't go into it trying to take somebody down, it just turned out that way. That's a different I did matter. a story on the Big Baller brand. And um the uh with Lavar Ball and well, I mentioned Lonzo, earlier in the show, Right? And there was basically I had figured out that uh the guy who was running Big Baller Brand um, had taken, or there was like a million or so dollars that were unaccounted for. I remember the accounting, story. okay? And I, I took months on this story, and I took no pleasure in taking, I mean, directly taking this guy down. It actually started an FBI investigation. Right. This story, but I, I also thought about this. I was like, this is very literally my job. ESPN and the entire media universe have spent a year building up and giving a lot of platform to levarball and the Big Baller brand. Somebody is uh, stealing from them, and, and there's something behind the scenes, and this, this has become a public company now, that I think that they are subject to a level of scrutiny. Now, Manti Teo, this is a He's a public figure. Yes. He was a star linebacker at Notre Dame. He was going to be a big draft pick. He, there is some level of lack of privacy that you get when you get to that level of fame. But the, the, the Ronaya us to Esopo, who is the, the catfish person in question here, that right. person I feel really awful for because I don't. I don't think I don't know what their pronouns are. Is it they or she? I don't know. I, don't know.
3: I believe it's they, but I, they uh, didn't really I, yeah. specify on the um,
0: movies, but first. that is a that's a tough one to expose somebody who's transgender, who at the time we didn't have the consciousness about how no we didn't how have that the would language. play we in Harnaya's life. Um, but I, I feel like most of the takedown was for ESPN, as you said. And I always feel like working at ESPN, you are the 800-pound monster, okay? You're the one who everybody – you're the, quote-unquote, proverbial man. Like, we are the biggest stage in sports journalism. When you are at ESPN, you have to realize that every tweet, everything you say, everything you do is going to be held to a certain level of scrutiny. And I do think, like, there's even levels from, from within ESPN. So, like, you and me, Clinton, we're, like, you know, upper middle class right, maybe. Right, exactly. We're not, we're not even a Stephen
2: A. level, right? but it's if right. If I say something really crazy, yeah. people are gonna notice. Yeah, you know for yeah. sure.
0: Um, but you just kind of understand that, and and so like part of me is like I feel really bad because it feels like uh I feel bad for Renaya. I mean, I obviously that was something that Renaya chose to do, but uh, it, it's also like that's that's tough to be collateral collateral damage in a lot of ways. Like uh, that's like journal ethically, I would feel really bad about that.
2: I also think that this is getting way deep into the discussion, but only really in sports do we have this world where all of these other people have so much of their existence that depends on taking down the big one. Like in political journalism, you don't necessarily have it like that. Entertainment journalism isn't necessarily like that where it's like, oh, well, if ESPN messes something up, that's a bigger story than what actually happened. You see what I'm saying? That's not. Typically in any realm other than sports and particularly with the four letters. Well, like
0: when I started out, I was at the L.A. Daily News and I made tons of mistakes. Okay, I would spell people's name wrong. I would get facts wrong like and you feel really bad about it. But the the level of scrutiny like you feel bad, we either issue a correction or we change it online or something like that in the next day's paper. And there's not really like huge consequences to pay other than you feel bad about it. Okay. When you do that, at ESPN, oh, you're gonna hear about it. Yeah. When you make mistakes, so that's why they always say, make your mistakes on your way up before the lights are bright, <laughs> right? Very true. And 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 the other thing about this documentary, and this is what I think ethically is is wrong, and but this is like a fact of our modern world, is a lot of the scandals that we've seen recently have been somebody gets caught up in somebody else's mess. Don't get caught up in somebody else's lawsuit where no one's looking out for you. Right. Okay. That's uh, John Gruden. Why did John Gruden go down? He sent emails that got caught up in Dan Snyder's libel lawsuit against some content aggregator in India, mm-hmm. and those there's no lawyer that's protecting John Gruden. there's no lawyer no. that's like looking out for his best interests. The NFL clearly had these emails and was not protecting John Gruden because <laughs> they leaked, and it, it's like you got caught up in somebody else's mess when that's that's like how so many of the most recent scandals come out can't do it, sure yeah.
2: I have some questions to ask about some some personal etiquette when we get back. On the all right.
0: Set. We come back. What you need to know. Momo, CY, Interest on in Cap, ESPN LA. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of
4: 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology